The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive as the SEO Rockstars log on to Rock the Net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO Rockstars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Good afternoon, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 5th, live SEO Rockstars. And uh, for all of you that send hate mail when we're not here, you can send it to God for last week for tropical storms rolling through Florida. How are you doing there, Mr. Bozer? I'm doing good. And the word's good. out. What's that? You're Danny's new bitch. That's what I heard. I heard that uh, I, I have a new honorary boss. Uh, my boss, Misty, has pimped me out to Mr. Sullivan. The one job that he was keen to take out of the what must be a thousand in his inbox this week. Oh yeah, well just for the little badge, I think <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, that's uh, that's that's funny, you know. But I'm I'm a publicity whore, and I love getting you know a link on a blog like that. So I really don't mind so much. Not too bad, huh? Can't complain. Can't complain. So what's new and exciting, man? That's a good question. You know, we got bumped off by the storm last week, and we got to miss the whole Danny controversy thing. We did, you know, and that's... That was the know, day he announced it. That's the downside to uh, to the show. One, being weekly, and two, when we're not consistent, we come back and we go, hey, let's talk about Danny leaving, and by then nobody gives a crap because it's old news. Kind of old news, and yeah. Interesting to read on his blog today that he's still talking to him, so... Yeah, that was... Uh, Kind of, you know, I, I, you know, I'd like to see him stick around and and stay on the show thing because it just wouldn't be the same without him. But you know, I totally respect that if he doesn't feel like he's getting a fair deal there and, and they're not willing to step up, he's got to. Now, see, I want the whole. I I want him to go. Whole new thing. Be much more exciting. It would be very interesting to see what happened there. I just want to see a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> With all the offers. Ten to one, Rand is on there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think we'll there's a lot work, of people. <laughs> a lot of people we know on there. So, oh well. It should oh, be hey, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was kind of bummed last week to not do the show because I was all ready to, you know, be all self-important and name drop all the cool people I met at Foo Camp the prior weekend. But now that's kind of gone by the boards too. And and what exactly was that? Boot camp. Well, you know O'Reilly Publishing, right? They do all right. the computer books. Well, you went and hung out with smart people. <laughs> what's that? You went out and hung out with smart people. I went out and hung out with much smarter people than me. That's that's a fact. Um, but so O'Reilly's plugged into everything tech, uh, and especially everything you know Web 2.0. So they do this little thing every year called Foo Camp, which stands for Friends of O'Reilly. And what you do is you head down to their headquarters, which is just outside of San Francisco, and you take a sleeping bag, and you either pitch a tent in the orchard or you just go sleep on the floor of somebody's cubicle for a couple nights, 
and you hang out with all these these really super intelligent people, guys that you know build robots and invent things, and, and then of course the 2.0 crowd is there. Um, Dave Siffrey from Technorati and Kevin Rose from Dig and the guys from Delicious and and all that kind of stuff, and it's totally self-organizing. You show up, and there's this big grid, like a session grid from SES, all the rooms and times, you know, in a grid, and it's totally blank. And then you just go and write on, you know, in an open grid where you, you know, I'm going to do a session on this, or I'm going to do a session on that, and then people just go to whatever is interesting to them. And then you hang out and swap stories and this and that, and all these people bring crazy inventions and blow stuff up in the orchard and guys brought a trebuchet and were flinging crap out into the apple trees and stuff like that. And, and where did like, you pitch your tent? I slept beside a photocopier. You didn't do the orchard thing? No. I, well, I don't own it. Well, it's kind of, I don't have a tent, for one, and to lug a tent and all that kind of stuff, you know, you know, on the airlines and stuff is kind of a, annoying. So just grabbed, a, grabbed some floor by a photocopier and didn't really use it much anyways. But uh, it was it was a very cool event. Our uh, our old buddy Brady Forrest was there. He was. Oh, that's he right. Was. He's an O'Reilly guy now. Works at O'Reilly now, and uh, he was uh, he juggles uh, devil sticks. You know the, the stick juggling thing. Really? Except he lights them on fire. That's pretty badass. Cool. So it was it was it a lot like of fun. A geeks Burning Man or something. It really was, and a whole bunch of them actually, because Burning Man was the very next day. Right. And so a whole bunch of them all just head off to Burning Man together after that. So, but it was it was very cool, and, and I was, you know, clearly not the most intelligent person there. Like, I, a lot of coders, the guys that run all these massive websites. There was this one uh, session that I thought would be very interesting to go to, because um, as soon as you read the title, you're like, oh, SEO for big websites. But it was, the, the session was called Fucking Big Websites. And so I thought, hey, big websites. But it was really all about the server technology to run them. Right. Felt like a complete and utter idiot sitting in that room. But it was fun. It was very, very cool. Well, it just shows how special you are to get an invite to something like that. Well, it was interesting because I was the only search guy there, you know, from the the marketing side. Uh, Jeremy Zawadny was actually there just hanging out as, you know, a Yahooligan. Um, But the Web 2.0 in that tech world... And our world of search really don't cross paths at all. And, and the biggest difference that I sort of discovered was that none of these Web 2.0 guys have any money. They're all in it for the, for the cool idea, the passion, the dedication, you know, all this kind of stuff. And over in the search world, we're all in it for the money. So it was, it was a very different headspace to hang out with, with these different people. And uh, it was interesting because... I met Kevin Rose, the guy from Dig. You know, he was on the cover of Business Week doing the two thumbs up. Right. And the headline was how this kid made $60 million in 18 months. Uh-huh. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't actually made anything. He only just started drawing a salary, I think. And basically somebody determined that if Dig was for sale, it would be worth about $200 million and take out the VC money and blah, blah, blah. He's worth $60 million. So, so why doesn't he sell? Well, I don't think anybody's actually offered him that. The, whoever wrote the article kind of came up with that number somehow. That's kind of like the 2.0 dilemma, isn't it? It really is. It really Everybody is. has these nifty little ideas and nobody seems to be able to figure out how they're going to make money or who would pay for them. Yeah. Google AdSense is not the solution to making money with Web 
It doesn't seem to be. It is a solution to make a ton of money for sites like uh, Craigslist. Oh, absolutely. But that guy's just a... Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Take the money and run. But uh, all in all, it was a very cool weekend, and uh, pretty much everybody picked on Kevin Rose for that stupid picture all week, which was a lot of fun. So that's cool. pretty much all I've been up to. Then, you know, the long weekend, hung around, painted the fence, and, you know, fun, exciting things like that. Yeah, because as a Canadian, you get American holidays off. Now, do you get Canadian holidays off as well, or does range oh. make you work? Well, they typically fall pretty close together, so it kind of works out. Um, but Labor Day is a holiday up here, so ah. no, no conflict there at all. Cool. So hung out and just enjoyed the nice weather. How about you? Uh, worked a little bit on Saturday and just, you know, hung out with the family, caught up on a couple movies yesterday. Hadn't been to the movie theater in a long time, and that's about it. There you go. Don't we live exciting lives? Yeah, it was Pretty pretty slow and boring, actually. <laughs> Wasn't very rock starish. Well, that's that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the thing. But other than other than Danny, I mean, Danny's news kind of eclipsed everything in the search world for the last couple weeks here. Last week. Oh yeah, I, it, it was definitely the the event of the week. Yeah, it just uh, I wound up pretty much on the phone for like a day and a half after that of all these people calling me and. You know, well, what's the real story? Well, I don't know. It's not like Danny consulted me before he did that. <laughs> but it was yeah, interesting. A lot, of, a lot of differing opinions out there. Yeah, it'll all work out good, though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we have, because clearly no more point to this show. We could stop right now if it was just us. So we have done the next best thing, and we have secured ourselves another guest for this week on SEO Rockstars. And that guest is Mr. Gray Wolf himself, Michael Gray. And let's just get to it. So let's take a quick break, pay some bills, and when we come back, we'll have Gray Wolf on with us. And he had some interesting things he wanted to talk about in regards to social networks and tagging and that sort of thing. Very cool. Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. Getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm Dishymax, the soap opera for the Internet Society. Coming soon to WebmasterRadio.fm Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Susan Brutton dishes up delicious news and gossip while interviewing the glitterati of the Web 2.0 world. Dishymax, this fall, only on WebmasterRadio.fm 
With over 30,000 clients and eight years of experience, West Host is not your basement hosting company. Starting at $3.95 a month, West Host offers the lowest price virtual private server technology in the industry, yet they don't sacrifice their world-class data center or superior 24-7 client support. Sign up at westhost.com today and get the hosting technology and real support your business needs at prices you can't find from other hosts. Westhost.com. That's Westhost.com. W-E-S-T-H-O-S-T.com. When you expect more from your web host. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. .com more than a name Commercials off. Now back to SEO Rockstars. Let's rock. Here's your host. Oh, man. The boys in the studio are on their toes today. Did you hear that badass wolf howl? I did. I'm impressed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Are you there with us, Gray Wolf? I'm here. You're here? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I can't complain too much at all. It's a gorgeous day out here. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Now, By the way... You, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I see. Before we get started, I, I need to thank him for causing me so much grief. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What, which grief did I cause you? <laughs> the the little uh, uh, Bruce Clay thing. Oh, <laughs> you got to admit that was a great title, though. Yeah, it was. That was excellent. That was excellent. Talk about. I mean, that you know, the little bit of controversy thing is always great. That I think that's going to lead a little bit into what we were going to talk about uh, tonight. After last week or two weeks ago, when we had stunt double on the show, we touched into the social tagging world a little bit and link baiting and stuff. And right after the show, got an email from Gray Wolf saying, "Hey, man, I got some ideas around that. I'd love to come on the show." And uh, as, as you know, how we book guests, it's pretty much first come, first serve. That's it. <laughs> Drop us an email, tell us you'll help fill up the time, and you're there. <laughs> Done deal. And if we recognize your name, all the better. If we don't, we'll probably still give you a shot. But uh, so I didn't pursue it any further than that as far as what, uh, what you wanted to talk about. So, Well, I thought we'd kind of talk about like some of the big stuff like Dig and MySpace and, and some of those things. And Actually, I wanted to go through a couple examples of how le- like legitimate sites would do it and, and um, maybe give a couple suggestions for people who go a little bit to the darker side. That'd be fantastic because I remember you, you took a swing at me on your blog for uh, saying that, you know, how do you get a Fenermine site dug? Exactly. You know, that, it's just about being creative. That's really about what it's all about. Well, and, and it's catering have, to the audience. Well, why don't we kick off with uh, a couple examples, and then we can dig into uh, how right, it's working I'll, I'll drop the URL in the uh, chat here. And this just happens to be a search for Dell on Google. Now, if you go and you look at that, you find some pretty normal stuff. There's really nothing 
that's too, you know, shocking or anything out there. You know, it's pretty normal stuff. Now, if you were a consumer, you probably, you know, that's kind of interesting, but that's not really what you want to know. But if you do the same kind of search over on Dig, you get a completely different different set of results. You know, it's it's a much different flavor to those things. That's there's a lot the more negativeers over there, right? There's there's just there's a lot more negativity, and it's a lot more actual consumer, real people who are actually using it. You know, and if you're you're a company like Dell, it's important for you to kind of be monitoring these kind of things to see what people are actually saying about you. And if you're looking for more bleeding edge type of news, that sort of thing, even the Google Newses, the Yahoo Newses, they're not as into it as places like Dig and Technorati because it's not what people are actually talking about. They're all looking for authoritative, you know, in-depth, established sites. Whereas Dig and Technorati, they'll publish anybody's stuff as long as it's interesting. Granted, and and I, I'm totally with you that if you want to get, you know, what's really current and what people are really talking about, that's certainly where you want to go, but how do you translate that out to the masses? Like, I mean, yeah, there, there's the whole, and that gets back to the issue we were talking about with Todd, is that, is to me, the whole dig thing, it's, it's just such a little micro bubble, and it's not representative of, and it's not an applicable thing for the average Joe, because it's, so, it's supposed to be only tech-related. It's supposed actually, to be only tech-related, and that's that's your best shot at actually getting some traffic from Dig. Dig, Dig but is if actually, you're looking to to move into other areas, you know, you've just got to try and be a little more creative with stuff like that. Right. Well, Dig Dig has actually broadened it out, and the default is the technology. But if you notice on the left-hand side there, they now have politics and entertainment and a bunch of other areas. Um, and and they just actually announced today 500,000 Dig accounts. Oh, well, see. That tells you how often I go there. You know when I go to dig is when a client calls me and goes, oh, my God, can you make this go away? <laughs> why, why are people talking about me like that? So, But it is interesting that more and more companies are definitely spending time to monitor mm-hmm. the digs of the world to try to keep a little pulse about, you know, what's being said about them. Absolutely. And what's interesting about dig, though, at 500,000 accounts, there's only – there's like less than 150 really active diggers. Right. So it's not... There's 137 of them that are just total assholes. And 14 years old, but... Right. <laughs> but it is, it, it, it comes back to, uh, it, it actually, Greg, what you were touching on there leads back into the show we did back in March where we talked about brand mitigation and how to manage negative publicity in the search results. And you know this is a, a, a this is where a lot of that would start from, where you know people are, are talking trash on Dig, people pick it up, it starts getting blogged, that stuff starts showing up in the search results. It leads you know, and it just snowballs from there. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I, I'm not so sure. Dig has just such a quick little spiky thing going on to it that I don't see it translating too much, spilling over into websites that are going to show up and stay there for a long time. Right. At least in the examples that my clients have given me, it's like, yeah, okay, well, that's a little blip. It'll go away. And, you know, we don't run into a situation where two weeks down the road, that dig post spurred a bunch of posts on regular blogs that now talk bad about them. Right. But in in general, though, I think dig on, you know, get hit, 
uh, you know, featured dig or delicious popular, that kind of thing, it's going to bring you a spike in traffic. And, and ideally, you want that, the good traffic. And I think you know, that's more what we're talking about with Gray Wolf here is how do you go out, take your commercial site, regardless of what it is, get, you know, get Doug or get, you know, get your corporate blog featured on Technorati, those sorts of things where you can spread the good news and then you get that effect where, you know, you're getting, you know, X visitors a month, 10,000 visitors a month. You get the, the, the dig or delicious effect, and you get that huge spike, and then it settles back down at maybe twelve or 15,000 after that. Yeah, that's, that's one of the problems with dig is that that traffic comes all at once, you know, usually over a couple days, and then it's gone. It, it really almost never comes back. Right. But, you know, it, well, the thing that actually frustrates me with Dig is that if you go sit on Dig Featured and you want to, you know, check out some of those headlines, 90% of the websites are down. <laughs> They've been just hammered because nobody's, you know, very few, you know, regular people have their servers that, that can handle that sort of traffic all at once. And I think the biggest thing that they get out of it is being able to blog the fact that they got dug and their server crashed. Yeah, totally. So like, we're I back. Mean, I guess Using it as a, an actual strategy, where do you start and where do you go? Well, if you were looking to get on to Dig, um, the easiest, if you have a technology-related site, it's, it's a lot, lot easier. But if you have, say, something that's not about technology, that's like about insurance or something like that, you're going to have to go with a different type of angle and you're going to have to see what it is that the Dig users like. Um, if I had an insurance site, I don't know, maybe I'd show like... Uh, bad women drivers, and I'd show pictures of the cars that they wrecked and piled up and stuff like that and <laughs> that sort of thing. I'm sure I'll get hate mail about that somewhere. <laughs> That's oh, no, don't idea. worry. We get all the mail for the show. It's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of things like that. And actually, um, you know, I don't know, there's an older Viagra post where some guy, if, if you wanted to get a Viagra thing up there, there's a Viagra post some guy wrote a couple years ago where he actually ordered Viagra through the mail and that whole thing, and when he got it, he said, I'm going to test it, I'm going to take it in the least sexy place, and he went to take it in church. And he wrote this whole big, long narrative about how the effects <laughs> of Viagra in church, and it, it was just a great, it was a funny little post. And that's the kind of thing that would make its way into Dig. You're, you know, once it's already up there, you know, a couple months later, come and put your, your Viagra links in there, because it's, it's ranking at that point. You've gotten all of the, all the Dig scrapers have come along, they've picked it up, and you've now got, you know, 50, 60, 500 other links out there because you made it to the front page. There you and go. That's, that's, one of the... that's what everybody on, that's listening to the show is just waiting for. <laughs> Twitch. Get Doug, get the links, and then swap the page out or put your links in or something like that after. Exactly. That, that's really what you want to do. And, like, again, another big thing that's really helpful with getting Doug, if you have AdSense, you want to have, like, super the worst positioning ever because if they see, like, prime, optim prime spot, for AdSense on a page, you know, they think you're a spammer and they think you're trying to game them. Whereas if you make it the, wrong, the completely wrong colors, you bury it on the bottom right-hand side, they think you don't know what to do and then they think you're a regular person. So they're much more likely to actually say, okay, this, this is just a regular guy. Oh, I would even go farther and just say take it down. Take it down. If you could take it down, totally, that would be much better. But, you know, some people, they don't have the, uh, the, con the, the CMS that lets them do that. But. Yeah. yeah, you just cloak it for dig users. <laughs> So, yeah, you go out and start an absurd blog. With It is a great, it is a much longer-term strategy, but I like it. So, And once again, you are creating content that is amusing and entertaining. It's about a topic um, that is similar to 
what it is you ultimately want to sell. And another thing to kind of know about, you kind of, if you know how DIG works technically a little bit better, it actually helps. Um, basically, from the story, when it first gets posted, you've got your best shot at making the home page within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'd never recommend that anyone have multiple accounts for <laughs> with, with different emails and a catch-all that all kind of went in so that they could artificially pump that up. That's not something at all that I'd recommend. That would be pretty good. <laughs> We'd ne- I don't know anybody who would ever do that sort of thing. And, you know, a, a, quick e- a quick better way to make those profiles look a little more legitimate, there are some scripts out there that will actually dig an entire page. So if you come to the home page every, every day, you just run the script on the page, and it digs every single thing on the page. And you put enough other stuff in there so that the profile looks legitimate. And they can't bust you like they busted Calcanus a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I can't and, imagine that guy was trying to cheat dig. And a couple other little, uh, uh, you know, managing multiple accounts, you know, RoboForm, perfect. That's the kind of thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, are, are they... Now, here's a thought I was thinking about. Okay, so you have your blog and you have a bunch of registered users. Could you auto-generate big accounts that match your users? They've got, they've got capture stuff and they've got verification, so it's a little hard. Damn that. Are they, are they filtering on IP? I, I've never had a problem with that. You know, not to say that they're not, but I've never had a problem with it. You know, like some of the some of the cool ways to keep your accounts separate is like have some accounts that you only log into on Mondays and dig all the stories. Have another set of accounts you only log into on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. You know, this way you've got a whole different set of profiles that have a completely different set of digs. You really varied it and mixed it up a little bit. And let me ask you, how, how many? How many? Uh, let's say you have these extra user accounts. On average, I mean, what? What does it take to get a story kind of to that tipping point where the real digs start happening? Um, it depends. On the weekdays, it's a lot, lot harder to actually get up there, um, but you do get a lot more links that way and a lot more traffic that way. If you're just interested in getting to the homepage and you really don't care about the, the burst of traffic, go for the weekends and go for the holidays. Interesting. Much less people using it. So how many how many accounts do you have, man? Um. More than one? <laughs> More than one. <laughs> Less than 500,000, I'm thinking. <laughs> well, well, like an easy way to keep track of them is like, you know, name all of your Monday accounts, you know, uh, starting with an M. Maurice at blah, blah, dot com. Michelle at blah, blah, dot com. Name all your Tuesday accounts starting with T. You know, it kind of keeps track of things. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is too funny. It's, it, it's, it's funny to, to have this conversation because when I, when I was at FU, I actually chatted with Kevin Rose for a little while, and he was, you know, really quite confident that they'd beaten the bogus account thing down pretty well. And, you know, and barring, you know, not catching all of it, uh, he had a lot of faith in his regular, you know, those, those hundred and whatever, you know, really active diggers in being able to push stuff off the page that is bogus. The angry right. people. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, you just go out and make them angry, and you have a great shot. Absolutely. I mean, it was, a dig's a dig, right? Whether the guy's pissed off or not. So. I mean, when I really kind of stopped when when something that Danny wrote got dug, and just the the mentality of the people that were responding to it, I was just like, wow. I thought there were smarter people hanging out here. Yeah, it's uh, there was one I got I, I I signed up and you know played around with a little bit after I got back uh, from San Francisco and 
And there was one one story that got up on there. Some somebody discovered the you know that page rank uh, documentation from three years ago. Right, right, right. And uh, so they you know so people started going on about that, and it was all these people just you know you know totally trying to explain it and thinking they understood it. And page rank is king, and the, the results are ordered by page rank and all this kind of stuff. And so I, I got involved. I couldn't help myself. Threw caution to the wind. Started commenting on the on the thread there, and uh, I got I got dug down pretty bad. Got some thumbs down from some of the users because I was you know not the most pleasant guy. But uh, I think I posted one of my posts. Well, one guy posted that uh, that uh, that Google I can't remember exactly what it was, but Google Google controls the game, and so I just posted. Ha 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 and uh, got a few thumbs down for that one, but uh, but that's okay. One of the other things, just the last thing I want to bring up about Dig, uh, if you want to get the most value out of it, submit your own stuff so you can control the anchor text. Um, to get back to the insurance example, if you waited for a regular person to do it, you know they tag it with like funny car accident pictures or something like that. Right. Whereas if you did it for yourself, you could say you know. People who need to buy new car insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I just great. Well, you know what? And that's a. Uh, it's actually a. It's a great strategy, and it actually kind of goes even beyond dig, even to like running your own blog, because we've done some toying around with, you know, redirection, the kind of thing where you take a post, where you write a legitimate post about a topic that ends up ranking for a certain phrase, because of how you structured, um, the title of the post. And then once it ranks, we can divert that juice to a product about that page and still leave the post up for people to see and read. Just from a search standpoint, we can say to the bots, you know what, we want to kind of apply all those links that point to that to something else. So the dig thing would be kind of be the thing. People go out and scrape the dig, and if you create your own anchor text, then that anchor text is far more valuable on those scraper sites, and you can point it wherever you want. Well, and and actually, I was on Dig just the other day, and I came across this 21 ways to get your blog more read or something like that, and it was it was uh, Rand from SEO Moz, and he had posted it himself, and he took a little bit of a beating right off the front end for self-digging, but uh, he came back with exactly that argument, and, and it was... And, you know, it was very well written, and he totally turned the thread around, and everybody was, oh, it's a cool article, and who cares if he self-dug it, it's all good, and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, but it's exactly that. He said those exact words, you know, I want good descriptive. He didn't come out so much on the keyword-rich SEO argument as the, you know, I want people to really understand what this, this article is about, so I want to make sure that the title is what I want it to be. We don't want it showing up for a bunch of silly stuff after the fact. <laughs> exactly. But dig users love lists of things. They love glossaries and lists of things, I've been told. Ten ways to do this, five ways to do that, a hundred things you can do with Coca-Cola, those sorts of things. People really groove to that sort of stuff. But uh, anyways, that's, I think that's a really, really well-rounded uh, way to abuse dig. Discussion on ways to uh, properly use Dig, I should say. Yeah, there you go. Well, the <laughs> next and so the next one we need to get to is the MySpace thing. Okay, well, you want to take the break, or you want to go to MySpace? No, we got to take a break because I've had about four bottles of water this afternoon. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll come and, back, uh, and we'll talk about MySpace.
Stick around. SEO Rockstars will be back after this short break. Studios from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next stuff now's Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in this laugh-out-loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX for excellent. Check out Next Stuff Now with Chris Tolls, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, and Good Karma, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Excellent. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. It's a little pet peeve of mine, right? Go on the web and somebody writes up about me and they put web gorilla, as in the monkey. Not gorilla, like, you know, warfare, terrorist. We're gonna do the monkey. Hi, this is Greg Bozo. Do the monkey. A.K.A. Monkey Boy. Monkey, monkey. Sometimes I get a little pissy. That's alright. But I gotta tell you, dude, he made you look like a good chimp. He did. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're confusing me. Monkeypicks.co.uk. Funny bastard, isn't he? I swear to God, if you play that promo one more time, I'm publishing the photo. How much is that gorilla in the window?
commercials off. Now back to SEO Rockstars. Let's rock. Here's your host. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Another live SEO Rockstars. Uh, we have a special guest, Mr. Gray Wolf, on the line with us. We just finished up in our last segment talking a little bit about how to effectively use... Manipulate. Uh, manipulate. How to effectively manipulate data. Direct. Direct. Point. Yeah, I like that. With, with direct dig users. Exactly. But now we're going to move on to something probably equally as fun. MySpace, the behemoth of the Internet. actually just had something come into my inbox the other day, and of course now I can't find it, but talking about how MySpace is sending more traffic than Google to some websites. Now, I'm going to keep looking for that while we're doing this, but uh, well, I know the very one well. One thing I can say about MySpace there's a tremendous amount of fake accounts out there. Every time I see one of those things where they say MySpace has this many, you know, traffic, I'm running bots all day, and I'm one guy. <laughs> I can't imagine how many bots more, more well-developed people are running. Oh, I mean, that's, I mean, that's really a given. Anything that is, uh, and I got into this conversation with these Web 2.0 guys all the time. I said, you know, really, anything that you're putting out there for any kind of social rating or tagging or user feedback is, I mean, there's guys writing bots for that all the time. And, and the second you put out an API for the thing, come on. Oh, we love APIs. APIs. Programmableweb.com, by the way, if you're looking for APIs. He's like the API mashup king. and He's got a listing on there on programmableweb.com of like 267 APIs for all sorts of different things. Very, very interesting stuff. But anyways, Gray Wolf, tell us about MySpace. What are you doing there? Well, MySpace is, is like Dig because it has its own little theme and its own little sector, except you know, where Dig is more about technology, MySpace is more about entertainment and pop culture, movies, music, TV, you know, bands, clubs, that sort of thing. You know, if, if that's where your space, if that's you with the space you're playing in, you should definitely be playing on MySpace. Oh, the other thing on MySpace is about porn, but too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, of all of the social media things, I've been able to make the least amount of money from MySpace, but you can drive a lot of other traffic. And again, one of the new things I'm working with is getting actual links using MySpace, other MySpace users. Well, what's interesting, too, is, is I have a, a client that I'm, I'll drop a thing in the chat room here, but um, a good example is a lot of companies are even developing domains and entities off MySpace to promote their presence on MySpace. So it's becoming huge. And that, that particular one, the uh, BodogMySpace.com, uh, they, they promote their music label through MySpace, even though they have their own thing. And it's hugely successful. The amount of traffic, and, and granted, there's probably some fake bot stuff going on. Uh, but for that kind of uh, business, MySpace is a gold mine, absolute gold mine. The amount of people that come and you know and they're running a battle of the bands and they use that because all the bands are already on MySpace and it's just very 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 viral. It's something we're we're working on playing with a bit more. Um, but the question is, how does the average guy profit from it? Well, the like I said, the best thing that I've found for MySpace is actually using it to get links. For example, um, if you're trying to if you're playing in the music space, like say you sell music equipment or guitars or amps or, or you're even a DJ or something like that, try and do some interview spam. Go 
join the groups where these people are, you know, the bands are, post a thing, say, hey, I'd like to give you an interview, have five questions that you send them, post it back on your blog and ask them to link to your website. And then at some point down the line, you know, if you want to leave that up, leave it up. If you want to drop it, who am I to say that's bad? <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm a little more curious as, as to what, what, these, what you're doing with the bots. I have bots. I actually, I was using a couple different bots because I couldn't find a bot that did what I wanted. And actually, um, um, David Dave, Hawaii SEO, he sent me a link to something. And uh, he said it's an exceptionally cool bot. First of all, it lets you have multiple accounts, so you can have as many accounts as you want. It, you can set it to go send out friend requests, scrape friend lists, accept friends, send out um, multiple bulletins. If you enter three or four different bulletins to send to different people, it will vary the bulletins it sends to people. It's actually a very, very sophisticated little program, and it's only like 50 bucks. It was great. Really? I, yeah. That was my next question was, uh, you know, are you writing these yourself? you have some Russians writing them, or are these things that are commercially At available? At 50 bucks, I can't, I can't touch that. <laughs> Doubt. Are you going to tell the whole, uh, the whole listening audience what this particular Absolutely bot is? Absolutely not. <laughs> Everybody's hunting right now. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going, uh, MySpace my bot, MySpace bot. TCEO in the chat's like, where, where? Give and it to like, me, give it to me. Here, here's, a, here's a couple other tips. Um, get, a prof, get a picture of a girl. You know, this is kind of basic stuff. You know, girls get much better results for anything that they're looking for than a guy. And I'd never recommend going to someplace like Flickr and taking multiple series of accounts of hot girls because to make yourself look more legitimate or anything. Right. Violating anybody's copyrights or anything, that's a bad thing. Well, you know, you tie, tie that bot into, oh, let's say Facebook's API. Yeah, yes, Facebook has an API. And, uh, oh, look at that. Look at all those accounts. Oh, my goodness. Very good clever stuff out there. So at the end of the day, is, is this all about getting popular MySpace accounts that then you pump links into to drive your newfound That's, that's the best way. I've tried a lot of different other stuff with, with MySpace. I've just never been able to get it to work for me. I, I just can't, I can't make anything. It's not worth the time that I, I invest a lot of other time in trying to do stuff, and it just, it just never worked for me. Well, well, I, I, get, yeah, I guess the get, question is, get. what is the value of those links? I mean, even just from a pure juice standpoint, do you find that... Well, it's a, if you can get enough of them, if you can send out, you know, if you've got a friend account that's got five or 6,000 friends, and you say, hey, I'm looking to interview some other bands, and you get 100 bands to respond and give you an interview and say, hey, could you put a link up? Here's, your, here's where your interview is. Could you put a link up to it? You know, would you rather have 100 links from, you know, little dinky accounts as, or more SEO accounts? It's just a matter of getting that trust. See, the whole doing the interview thing, that just seems like way too much work. Well, you, did you, send up, you just write up one interview template, the same five questions for everybody, and just pump it in. <laughs> Don't even spell check it. There you go. <laughs> That's the key. Oh, people are already starting to post URLs in the chat room. Hey, is it this bot? Is it this one? <laughs> He'll never tell you. Nope. It, that the, makes sense, uh, the, one, right? the one thing about a lot of the bot programs, they're almost all buggy. You know, you... You can like turn off images, do everything you possibly can. Basically, like get a get a laptop that you can just set the thing on and let it run all day. You know, don't run it on your main machine. Just let it keep going. That's what the, your neighbor's wire unsecured wireless networks for. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody but I, I worked for told me once that he leaves his open just for so he can have plausible deniability. 
<laughs> right. I was me. I was talking to somebody who uh, it was one of these 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 techno freak guys at, at Food that ran an open wireless in his in his office building, and on the the inside of the the he has a glass door, and on the inside of the glass he hung a monitor that is in real time showing what people are using. You know, people that are on that have hijacked his free signal are using it for. And so you can just stand outside his office and you know basically watch porn all day. Wow, interesting. And that way, if you're running stuff through there, you can say, "Hey, you can't prove really that that was me." <laughs> but whereas, if your connection is secure, then you can't really deny it now, can you? But who are you going to d- deny it to? You're running a bot on on MySpace all day long. Who's you know who's even going to come after you for that? Well, I don't, it depends on what you're. What you're doing? <laughs> I would guess. I, I have actually had accounts um, banned on uh, MySpace, but that, that's part of the experimental process. You've got to find out where the line is, so you know where you can, how close you can come and jump up to it. Very well, true. I mean, it, that I mean that just goes hand in hand with you know the whole world of SEO. I mean, you haven't you haven't made your chops unless you've had a few hundred sites banned over the years. That's the thing. You're not a real SEO unless you've been torched <laughs> a few times. Some people get so offended when I say that, but, you know, I don't know. It's, it's part of the R&D process, I think. Absolutely. If you don't know where the, if you haven't found the line, how can you push right up against it with what you're doing? Exactly. Now, I guess I'm, my next question is, like, what's the next big up-and-coming thing other than the MySpace? I mean, the MySpace thing, I don't know that that's ever going to... Well, I can tell you the one that I've gotten the most money out of is um, Squidoo. Really? I've, I've yeah. never even been there. It, it's um, Seth Godin. He put it out, and basically he tried to... It's it's like a Wikipedia kind of thing, but and the problem with Wikipedia is, you know, even if you, after you get the page just the way you want it, some idiot will come along and edit it and do that sort of thing, whereas right. Squidoo, you have complete control over the page. Very interesting. You know, it's got a fairly... It's not something that you can automate. I haven't seen any tools out that automate it yet, but it does have a fairly easy-to-use interface, and... The domain's probably, a, I, don't know, I don't know how old it is now, but it's actually starting to get trust, and pages are starting to rank. Um, like, they have some page, you can, go, you can go and create your own folder, so it's, you know, squidoo.com, whatever you want to name that folder after it, if nobody else has happened to grab it, so you can get a nice URL if you were first in. And a lot of times, if you're going after local, I've got, they call their pages lenses instead of pages. Right. You can get a local page, like, you know, city service, with nothing on the page other than the title. I have things that rank for city service where it says, you know, this city service is the title, and it says this lens is, this lens is empty. It ranks. Wow. Now, it's interesting because I'm on here to do a little search, and, and I, of course I had to do that one first. So you you look did, at the That's page. the one I did first. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's the world's greatest search. Uh, but interesting that nice, clean little page, and it's actually, you know, links to affiliate programs, I'm sure. Well, one of the better things that you can do with Squidoo is try and make it seem like you're the you're maybe um, impersonating the company without actually saying you're that company. Right. That's, you know, that's make itself so that you're the authoritative person. If you have to make up a fake, you know, organization, go for it. Well, there you go. Okay, on the Viagra page, the last listing... Viagra for you. Co. Uk, and I'm going to apologize to them now for having said it on the air. Um, 
But you go to that URL, and it's really order online today. Click to buy. It, you know, a, a six six forty or a, whatever the banner size is, sixty by four hundred and whatever. That's all it is. Yep. I think I'm. I think I might have to explore Squidoo a little bit. This is very interesting. Yeah, I could, but also notice that you know, I mean, this page isn't displaying any kind of green in the bar to me. So I'm wondering. Which the Squidoo page? Yep. I'm wondering what value it really has by Flying Michelle, and who is Flying Michelle? <laughs> um, one of just one of the things you need to be careful of. Don't associate too much stuff together, because right. if you have multiple lenses, that they will actually all list together. Very interesting. Well, seven hundred and sixty-six thousand uh, URLs in Google for Squidoo. Not bad. Um, and one of the one of the other cool things with Squidoo is if you're actually doing things like using Flickr to post pic product pictures of your product or service, and you're using YouTube to post videos of your service. You can tie a lot of that in with Squidoo, so it makes your content creation really easy. All you need is a couple paragraphs. Gotcha. So let me ask and you this. Have you played it all with Answers? Yahoo Answers? Yep. Oh, it's great. <laughs> one, one of the, one of the, my favorite things with Yahoo Answers is to go and vote my answers the best. <laughs> yeah, we've been spending a lot of time looking at Answers and... One, one of the things that I noticed with Yahoo Answers is if you actually just sit and watch the questions that people type in, you'll see that people are dumb as rocks. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, go go look at any SEO. Just type in SEO. And it's funny because you'll find there's a couple guys that are, like, trolling for work. <laughs> on well, one of, if, you want to, if you want to troll on Yahoo Answers, what you do is you go and you do a search for unanswered questions. And then you get the RSS link for that, and then you just pop that into your blog lines accounts or your feeder or feed reader, whatever right. you're using. And this way, every day, it comes up who's, who just answered question, who put up a question about that. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. There's a lot of cool potential, I think, in the Yahoo Answers thing. And it's funny watching people ask questions just so they can, somebody can plug. Especially, like, same thing, if you look for Viagra and stuff, any kind of pharmaceutical stuff, you'll always see somebody that will come and drop links to, you know, the best place to buy it online. Well, you know, it, I mean, the whole answers thing really harkens back to the good old, you know, tag team forum spamming. Yeah. I'm looking for a program that does this. And, you know, two minutes later, the same IP logs in with a different account. Well, you should try this. Uh-huh. Well, a little bit different on the forum side as far as catching it, but... Good old discussion marketing, right. <laughs> so it's... it's, But it's... Inter I mean, the whole... All this data, especially in the API things, I think is really going to open up new, clever tactics. Whether so if, that, if you take Web 2.0 and all these APIs and add in, you know, what we do... Are we now Search 2.0? I, I think we're Spam 2.0. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I was, I was trying to be politically correct. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, because, yeah, well, it's it's just like, it's like uh, SEO mashup spam, you know? You can take little bits and pieces from multiple places and put it all together, and now all of a sudden it's original content. Well, that's the thing. So, I, and I, I was... I, 
made this point of, at, at Foo as well. I was talking to these guys, and I said, you know what, really, a lot of what you guys are calling mashups is just prettier-looking scraper spam. Well, I, I, it is, actually. It's, it's pretty void of real original thought or content, a lot of it. It's just, um, it is much prettier-looking. And I think that is really the new wave. I mean, you know, the areas that we're going down, that's it. We're going to build legitimate-looking, 2.0-looking stuff, blog-related, you know. But all that content... Logos that have the upside-down reflection of the name in them, and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to beg, borrow, and steal and come up with something that looks original that might not actually be. And use there that you. to hawk a product or something. There you go. You know, if nothing else, a lot of these a lot of these mashup sites are you know are really quite popular. They have you know a good user base, getting tons of traffic, and they're just they're you know they're doing decent on the uh, on the AdSense or the Yahoo ads or whatever they're using. And a lot of the sites really just run themselves. So you got you know one or two man operation, a couple of servers, colo somewhere, and you pump that stuff out all day long. Well, there you go. I mean, look at that one. Look, look at that uh, ringtones one. I wonder if Shu has anything to do with that. <laughs> oh, no, never mind, because we actually know that guy. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. <laughs> He's actually a listener of the show. <laughs> Everybody removed that. At least we didn't say it. Did you put it in the chat room? I did. Oh, you dirty bastard. Sorry, I just pasted it before I looked up and saw whose uh, little deal it was. <laughs> but the thing is, is the big question from an SEO standpoint, <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. I totally didn't recognize it was yours. I'm going to get an email about that. But <laughs> these ma these kind of sites like Squeedoo, the interesting thing is going to be is what level of trust they develop. Because now it opens up the door for playing around with other stuff. You know what I mean? This becomes kind of the parasitic host that has your offer, and we're going to drive juice to that other ways that people aren't really going to see because this becomes a hosted thing, a trusted thing. And that really becomes the key is where where can you go build these pretty-looking scraper sites that don't look like scraper pages, and where can you build them on sites that are trusted so they're going to rank, and then we go out and beg, borrow, and cheat, deal and do whatever we have to to generate the juice to pump to that to make it pop. You can also use a lot of the sites to point to each other. Just pick which one you want to be the dominant one. Right. And clearly that's probably going on here on this side, I would think. But it is, it's, I must say, it's much more pleasant to look at than your typical robot scraped, you know, made for AdSense garbage. And you can also, if you tie uh, Squidoo in with a blog, you can tell it to go pull an RSS feed from your blog or someone else's blog if you were so inclined. And, and that'll that keep the content fresh so that the page keeps updating. Very slick. I like it. That is very nice. <laughs> but, yeah, but the cool thing is, okay, so I accidentally, you know, loaded a page from somebody in the chat room. But I, I love to see that our listeners are on the cutting edge of Spam 2.0. So that's a pretty pretty impressive thing. Marcus941 just registered Spam20.com. Of course he did. <laughs> can't believe he beat me to it. That's my stick. It happens all the time. 
area domain, Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the good guys will evolve and and start, but it's been a big focus of ours is really looking at more of these technologies and coming up with um, you know ways we can still do what we do and exist in the new world. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely changing. I mean, you even look at uh, you know the Google's Webmaster Central and Yahoo Site Explorer, and you're getting down to a point of authenticating and you know that sort of thing. And it's not too far away, I don't think, where you're not going to be able to do competitive research through the engines. So that you know that's going to open up the door to monitoring places like Dig and whatnot to see you know are competitors being mentioned? Are they getting dug? Are they generating links out of that? And to get an idea of what the landscape is, so yeah, it'd be. I know there's a lot of people pushing that. I'm not really sure that's going to be the case. Not giving the competitive data, charging a big fee for it. That's just reasonable. That just makes it better, right? Because then you can't see what I'm doing, but I'll pay the money so I can see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a cheap bastard, and I would never pay for that. Well, that just helps the guys with the cash flow and the you know the checkbook to do better. So mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Well, gentlemen, that's taken us to the top of the hour here, as, uh, as we so often wind up here with not taking enough commercial breaks. And I apologize to our advertisers today, but uh, way too interesting a topic to, uh, to interrupt this time around. But, uh, Gray Wolf, thank you so much for sitting in. Really appreciate thank your Thank you insight. for having me. We'll definitely have to do a follow-up because, um, you know, the ideas are flowing now. <laughs> so we'll, we we'll do a, you coming on, man. We'll come back no and we'll do, a, we'll do a compare notes session is what we'll do. But right. uh, anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to our guests. Thanks, uh, Greg, for being on as well today. And we'll, we'll be back next week. Thanks for having me, Todd. Oh, I'm glad, I, glad I could have you. <laughs> Jackass. Yeah, get back to work. <laughs> yeah, okay. Later, everybody. <laughs>